Imperfect Blend. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am Abby Stanfield. And I'm the one and the only <laughs> Benjamin Stanfield. But um, but. um, Today we want to take a moment and thank everyone for coming back to join us. We had a little bit of a longer pause than expected. A lot of things taking place with uh, the global pandemic, COVID-19, and we just had a lot going on uh, between homework and kids and everything else so today we wanted to um highlight what everyone is going through at home at work in their lives with uh the long pause that we are currently enduring yeah but before we do that i just want to kind of um on a, on a more serious note just thank everybody uh all the essential workers uh, that are out there uh yes um definitely give a give a uh, round know, of applause round of applause Huge to them thank yous. um I'm, I'm talking about all the first responders doctors hospital workers healthcare workers i'm also talking about like you know your grocery store workers your uh walmart employees um your all your uh, hardware store employees uh, your post office uh, employees and your postal carriers. I mean, it's it's because of them that you know we can sit home and and shop online and click left and right. Um, not that I'm doing that at all. A little online excessiveness going on, but I I second that the the pharmacy workers, our coffee shop friends, our untouchable nutrition friends. Um, all of the nurses, all of the uh, primary care offices, everyone who is still out there serving, protecting, um, and and working through all of the yeah, and putting the themselves stress. yeah, putting themselves at risk too, you know. Um, so we just wanted to say that we appreciate all of you, and we wanted to take time out. Um, on a serious note, to appreciate you guys, and we just want to say thank you. Thank you. And uh, also on the serious tone, we really want to just express our sorrow, our um, extreme condolences for all families who have members who are um, sick, suffering illness, uh, struggling, Mentally, physically, um, in hospitals due to the coronavirus, um, and for all those who have lost someone recently um, due to the the horrific pandemic that we are currently enduring, um, our hearts really break and hurt every night to think about the hundreds of people per day that have died from this virus the tens of mm -hmm. thousands of people worldwide who so have many. been um taken too soon and we we love you we grieve with you we are so so sorry for the loss that you are experiencing right now and we just really want to let you know if you need anything please reach out um and that our prayers and our thoughts are with you and your family Okay, so on to a little bit more lighter stuff. Um, we're going to go ahead and segue right into talking about being quarantined. The crazies that are 
are happening in all of our households right now. Ooh. We know that you are a little batshit crazy, which, I mean, is weird because this all started from a bat. Um, uh, I but, see what you did there. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, she's here all night, folks. So, <laughs> yeah. All day and all night, just like the rest of us. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone's a little crazy. Um, we're all trying to do our best, stay positive, focus on the good, try to deal with the worry, the stress, the anxiety that we feel. Some some of us on a day-to-day basis and some of us that's amplified right now with um, the global pandemic. But just there's kids, there's work from home, there's some people going out as essential workers, there is right. schoolwork, you homework. You in particular wearing a lot of hats right now. I mean, you're like... Mom, wife, teacher. I I play the principal role a little bit more. Um, uh, I mean, I'm more like the principal. Uh, so, you know, just running shit, just making sure. No comment. Um, I supervise. But and, you know, but you know what I'm talking about, n- right? I mean, like you, 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 you're wearing. We both kind of are, but we're wearing a. You know, a lot of hats right now, and it's uh, it's I kind think of as stressful. a whole, we've all been thrown into a lot of new roles, right? Yeah. So that that's a lot. That's usually like a transition, and we didn't get that like ease into this. It was just like, boom, everything's shut down. Here are your five new jobs to go with the jobs you already had, and your whole family home all the time, and your kids here all the time, and. Here's some new worries to throw into your pot while you're at it. Um, well, it's so funny because we just talked about, like, we, we were having a conversation the other day about this, um, where, you know, we, we talked about kind of before all this, the, the normalness of, mm-hmm. of us was go, 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 go. Uh, we got basketball. We got uh, work. Work. We got practice. We have uh, tournaments. We have gymnastics. We have jazz dance, jazz dance, art stuff, after school clubs, just everything, like all kinds of stuff. And I remember us talking about like, man, we really need to kind of just slow down. Like we're just, just life is just flying by. And I feel like God had a little bit of a, uh, you know, sense of humor where he kind of just. Yeah, skirt. He hit, he hit the stop button on that, and and and, and then uh, hit reset because, um, you know, be careful what you ask for, be careful what you pray for, because uh, sometimes it comes true. And and sure enough, I mean, this came true with a vengeance. Is not quite what I meant by slow down, but there has been some silver lining in all this, right? So, you know. Yeah. So not only do we want to talk to you about the, um. The challenges that we all face day to day as spouses, as partners, as parents, as teachers, principals, employees, etc. We also want to talk to you about um, some of the bonuses, some of the silver linings that we're able to experience. So quarantined with your spouse, you might be bored in the house yet, in the house bored. Really? Are we doing that right now? <laughs> I think we told you guys this one time before. We just kind of went on TikTok to check it out with um, one of our kids that wanted to get it and got a little bit obsessed as a guilty pleasure watching oh it some is, of the videos. I, so, all right. Funny. So we got to pause. Time out. Okay. We got to talk about TikTok. I, I just, I don't know if 
everybody is aware of TikTok, but one of our good friends is even like on social media has like really started getting into Laura, we love you. <laughs> started getting into TikTok with a with a vengeance. I, it is a guilty pleasure. I mean, we sat in bed for like an hour and a half. It might have been two hours. No, was it two I hours? I mean, I, I would rather go with that an hour and a half. That sounds better. Well, instead of, so we're, you know, this was in between trying to find a show to binge watch on Netflix. But, um. Send your recommendations. Please. Um, but <laughs> in the spirit of getting into different things, we downloaded TikTok and. Yeah, I mean, we have to totally... I don't know if that was a mistake or... <laughs> so we've committed to one another to only go TikTok crazy together because it's one of those things that you should probably have like a time restriction on your phone on because you can just be like, whoa, I was just watching one and like an hour passed. I just lost that hour of my life. Yeah, can't get it back. Can't get it back. But I, it, I it was watched, funny, so... I watched people, you know, perform different dances for an hour and... I never thought I would be that entertained by that, but I digress. Let's stick to the subject. Okay. So some of the um, struggles and challenges have certainly been, um, my husband has described it as no matter how big your house is, no matter how small your apartment is, when you're all home alone and you're all trying to get through this new routine, the walls sometimes start closing in. And it seems like yeah. you have less and less space. Your house gets small very quickly. So something that we have um, decided to devote a lot of time to is me time. And that means a little something different to all of us. Me time for me means that I need a little bit of time each day, set all the kids up with an activity, have already gone through homework or checked on that kind of stuff so that I am able to get them involved in something that will occupy them for a good 20 or 30 minutes and do something for Mimi. Whether that means putting on my headphones and listening to music, reading a book, listening to a podcast, having a Google Hangouts or a Zoom happy hour with my sisters or a couple of friends, whether that means giving a call to my mom, my mother-in-law and checking in. I've gotten back into drawing and photography a little bit, so spending some time on one of those hobbies. Um, just doing something completely, totally selfish that doesn't mean I have to do anything else for anyone in my family at that time. So, babe, what, is, what does that mean for you? Like, what is your I time mean, like? I think, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little different. I mean, I, you know, enjoy cracking open a, you know, a beer or some IPA uh, or even, you know, uh, sipping a little bourbon or whiskey uh, if I really am stressed. And <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> well, so, yeah, we don't want to encourage alcoholism at this time. Yes, We're just... we do want to encourage. It's essential. No, 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 no. It's essential. Okay, so like other things for you, you that don't involve alcohol. Uh, no, I think that's it. Uh, no, um, no, I, I mean I like to listen to you know some music uh, whenever I get a chance. Um, maybe uh, you know work on uh, Big Blue in the garage. Big Blue is my truck, by the way. If you if you're unaware of that. Um, 
Why are you rolling your eyes at me? See, got, I so didn't do this when she talked about so her got stuff. Custom license plates and this big blue truck that has been a source of like a couple of um, fun disagreements. But for the most part, fun. I, I don't know if I would use fun as the as the term. We'll get into that in another episode. Yeah. <laughs> on how Big Blue came to be. Um, but yeah. Right. So Nonetheless, it's one of my hobbies. I like to go out yes, there. Yes, for your you time, like playing with it, tinkering with it. Yeah. Updating it. Upgrading it. Well, we talked about online shopping, so I mean it's part of quarantine, right? I mean Right. Um, so a little bit of something that makes you happy. Um, I have also done some gardening. I have taken a lot of walks. Um, working out. I have a little bit of a knee issue right now. I've been doing a lot of kickboxing, and I've had to kind of like rotate that over to yoga, which I never thought I would enjoy because I'm not really like a be still and be one with the universe person. <laughs> I'm more of a like go hard all the time and get it in and get done and move on to the next kind she of likes, person. She likes kickboxing. Like you really like yeah. to kickbox and uh, makes me nervous from time to time. But uh, nonetheless. Um, but I've been able to become a little bit to the more, yoga. <laughs> more one with myself and the universe and breathing and tree poses and downward dogs and namaste so that has kind of that has been a little bit of a cool like new find for me and you know deep breathing is is a calming tool so i mean like how how has that affected like you i mean you so i get you're like your stress level because and you've been overwhelmed a little bit lately sweetie to be honest it's true it's true. One thing that, so I had a little bit of an adult temper tantrum last night or the night before. It was last night. And um, I just needed, like, I needed to get away. I wanted me time. I said at, like, 10.45 at night I was going to go for a walk. And Benjamin was like, um, it's raining out. Are you serious? And I was like, it doesn't matter. I have coats with hoods. I'm going to go for a walk. And he was like, okay. So I... Walked outside just to take some recycling stuff to the garbage to, like, you know, see how bad it was raining out. And it was, like, this icy, cold, like, hard rain. And I was like, huh, I don't know if I really want to take a yeah, walk in this. That was a, that was actually a win for me. So I, I very rarely win in uh, arguments or weather forecasting or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I felt good about that one because she came back in and was like, you know what, honey, you're right. You're the best. I don't know, you know, what I was thinking. I should have listened to you in the first place. All right. (laughs) It didn't go on that long. So I went back and forth a couple times, took some recycling out, took some garbage out, took took my time out there to kind of like do my breathing. And when I came back inside, I did say that he was right. It wasn't adequate walking weather at almost 11 o'clock at night you know during eight o'clock curfew or whatever the government has issued um but i did recognize that i needed a break i needed some time and during that recognition period where i was able to be by myself i was able to think about what it was that was really triggering my frustration and one of the things was that we have been asking the kids to 
do some um, some more some chores and be more responsible for cleaning up after themselves. And each night they have like one peasley little job of like someone sweeps the floor, someone wipes the counters off, and somebody puts things away in the fridge. Not a whole lot that we're asking. And every single day, like after they've claimed they've done their jobs, I have to go around and basically like redo them or like grab all the stuff that they didn't grab. And it's just kind of like been heavy on me with everyone being home like having to redo everything after I've already cooked three meals a day and cleaned up after them repeatedly it just makes me feel really unappreciated and really frustrated that um oh, no, no one is we appreciate you honey. no one is doing their part to help out it seems like Do you, you know I don't know uh let me give you a hug no thank you I don't want the maid title I don't want the house the house warden i don't want like i don't want that maid title i don't want that that she's the prison c co yeah i don't want to be like you know the house hoe i want to be able to the house hoe yeah i want to just be able to i want help guys i just want help i want everyone to do their part and it's just so every night i feel like i get like really triggered um and really frustrated at some point after dinner before bedtime and you could probably agree with that time frame. So I was able to identify that in that me time last night. Come in and apologize for overreacting and throwing an adult fit. <laughs> By identify, <laughs> she means slamming things, slamming the door when she leaves, and coming back in, slamming more things, and then coming upstairs and saying, I'm sorry. I cleaned aggressively. I made sure that I got in. I think there were. I think you broke some things. I didn't break anything. You sure? I'm positive. I'm gonna double check. Sure. And go downstairs. Go through the garbage. That's fine. I'm not doing that. Um. So no, it was a little bit of a, an adult temper tantrum, but there definitely wasn't anything broken. I came back in. I said my apologies, but what was great was that I was able to identify my source and my triggers. And then today. We also have weekend jobs that have always been going on as long as we've existed as a family for our kids, which means on Saturdays you have to clean your room up, make sure all your clothes are put away, and you have like a job to help around the household. So today, because we were able to identify and talk about some of my struggle and like amplified frustration that's been going on while we've all been home together, after the kids did their jobs, we were able to come together and say like, hey, all right, we're going to come around and follow up and see how you did on your job. We were able right, because usually we don't have the time to do this. It's like, we, great, you did your job, cool. Yeah, we we're out, go. We we're on our way to a game yeah. or a practice or whatever. So it gave us the opportunity to go around and be like, eh, you, you need to come over here and try this again. <laughs> um, you call that clean? Did you actually move anything around or did you just like spit on the counter, wipe that one area and then say that that was clean? So <laughs> there was a little bit of additional education on how to clean for our kids as well as um, a sense of really feeling helped and supported because Benjamin came with me to do the inspections. <laughs> we had a little bit of fun getting under the kid's skin and having them redo it mm -hmm. and I felt supported by him and I felt like maybe I gained a little bit of appreciation from the kids because like now they see what I really have to do when they don't go in and get their job done. Right. 
And I don't know in their minds if it translated as appreciation or annoyance, but that's something yeah, that I we're hoping was, will develop over time. I think it was more annoyance. I mean, our kids actually, I mean, I love our kids, but they suck when it comes to cleaning. Like, everything's half-ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we maybe it's not even half-ass sometimes. Sometimes it's even quarter-ass. Yeah, we're asking for full cheese. We want full-ass. Okay, the full moon. Yeah, when it's something they care about, they give all all the butt cheeks in the world towards it. And when it's a chore or something you have to contribute around the house, yeah. it's like, I'm going to put my pinky on it and that's it. Yeah, so we're trying to teach them to kind of, you know, take pride in where they live, take pride in their surroundings, and, you know, just continue to, um, you know, just continue to do what we ask them to do. So, that that brings us to another point. Um, I'm sort of, uh, Xavier and I, one of our kids, have been reading this book, I Declare War, um, by Levi Lusco. And what when we were reading part of it yesterday, it made me think of how that this part can be used towards, um, for all of us every day, especially during this, this time. So, I'm going to read a little excerpt from the book that I've been thinking about sharing with you guys. Um, he says, a study back in the 1980s revealed that people have an average of 500 intrusive thoughts every 16 hours, each thought lasting an average of 14 seconds. Many of these intrusions are just worries or anxious thoughts. 18% are mean, unacceptable, or politically incorrect. 13% are ugly or downright shocking, like shoving up another person off the subway platform. I lived in New York City. I mean, I think all of us have had that thought one time or another. No. Running over a pedestrian. Road rage. And that's why I have a big truck. Stabbing a partner. Um, I mean, like, you've annoyed me sometimes, but I haven't actually envisioned stabbing you, so I think we're good there. I, you know, I, I, I don't think know you if should I go with that. no comment. Yeah, no, I don't know if I believe that. Okay, definitely not raping or strangling someone, smothering an elderly parent, or driving your car off a bridge. But those are legitimate thoughts for some people. Um, and all of those kinds of thoughts amount to 116 minutes a day of some sort of unwanted, unwelcome, or unhelpful thoughts stealing our joy and neutralizing our effectiveness and positivity. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, and that's just like pre-quarantine, right? So imagine mm, where we're at now. Right, right. Um, sure, that's escalated quite a bit. For, for real. So to be clear, the so problem is truth comes out. <laughs> To be clear, the problem isn't that these thoughts show up. The problem is that we let them pull out a sofa bed and spend the night. An old saying warns us that you can't stop birds from flying around your head, but you don't have to let them build a nest in your hair. This is why it's so essential to install checkpoints in your mind and create a filter for your thoughts. Um, so you'll find being alert to these will really have a huge impact on your emotions and remind you that you can change the way you feel by changing the way you think. Where the head goes, the body must follow. And then in a different part of that same chapter, um, it brings up some of the thoughts that some of us have and some of us struggle with daily. Like, you'll never top this success. You've completely peaked. You're at your, you're at your highest point. You'll never escape your past. What you've done is who you are. 
you'll never achieve your dreams. You'll never make it out of this alive. You don't have what it takes. You won't get to see your kids grow up. You're defined by the difficult things that you have been through. You don't deserve anything good. Nobody loves you and you should just die. Sometimes though it's harder to spot the, the really bad ones headed to those negative destinations. So these are like like pre-trigger, like pre-bad thoughts mm-hmm. that come up. So the this chapter is really all about like identifying like the pre-triggers to the triggers before you're in a state of thinking bad thoughts so that you could kind of help yourself get out of this cycle of negative thoughts. Gotcha. So if you start, it suggests that we watch out for thoughts like these, being suspicious of someone's motives, wondering what went wrong, feeling guilty about something, doubting or questioning God, worrying about who knows what, obsessing about why you weren't invited to something, fearing someone you love it might be harmed, secretly being happy when something bad happens to someone you don't like, stressing about your future, stewing over something that was done to you. So I think like why this rang so true to me now is because I think we all have like amplified anxieties and amplified thoughts of what's going on in the world mm-hmm. right now and identifying that those thoughts are worries and fears and by sitting there pulling out a sofa bed and letting them stay or letting them build that bird's nest in our head and stay with us is really like pushing all of our frustration to a higher point and really causing a lot more stress and weight on our minds during this difficult time than maybe we previously have or maybe we just now have this opportunity to identify those thoughts and really be able to start working towards stopping them or redirecting them yeah, that's or, like that's a very interesting perspective when you look at it that way. You know, um especially being quarantined, I mean, with all the, you know, the not knowing what's going on and in the world and all the anxiety and things like that, I think that perspective can teach us how to um retrain our brain, you know, to not let those thoughts, you know, sleep over. Yeah. You know, they're not welcome. They're not welcome. So... Kick their ass out. <laughs> some of the things that we continued on reading or or talked out amongst ourselves were different things you can fill your mind with once you've identified, hey, like one of those worried, anxious thoughts is coming in. Um, your favorite memory, um, reading Bible verses, um, your... One thing that I always do... Well, not always, because obviously sometimes I let the anxiety and the stress, as we've just discussed, fester. No. But something that I try to do when I'm having anxious thoughts is I, like, go back in my mind to, like, our wedding vows and that scene in my mind. And I play it in my mind like a movie, like that part of our wedding. Um, Why, you didn't like the other parts? Just that part? I mean, I love, I sometimes play the part of walking down the aisle too. That was a good one. That was, that's the part I play in my head. So find your, (laughs) find your moments, find your favorite thoughts, find 
if you're into sports, your favorite game, replay that in your minds. Um, special moments, things that are really happy thoughts. Um, and if you struggle with those, grab a book. Um, think of one of the, play one of those scenes over or um, in particular the Bible, a story or a verse from the Bible can really be helpful. Jeez, I don't remember the last time I actually picked up a physical book. Yeah, everything's like online now. Yeah, but I really like the smell of pages. Well, like a book smell, you know. And then when you take your little mark, your little bookmark, and you move it along, gives you this sense of accomplishment, right? I agree. (laughs) Or maybe that's just me. No, no, I agree. I much rather like take a book out of the library than borrow one on ebooks, but. Right now we're in ebooks world, so. Mm. Um, Damn Corona. I know. So a couple other things that we've thought of that might be great to encourage some fun, some positivity during this time, or to do something one on one with your spouse, and at different times, obviously, some one on one time with each parent and. A child in the family so I've done some art projects with one of our kids some makeup projects with another um, some walks or some basketball time with another um, dad's had some basketball time with X he did a photo shoot with Isabella the other day which she was super excited about and you and G do a lot of like flips and flips yeah yeah so just do something one-on-one, even if it's five or ten minutes, you and that kid. That makes them feel really special. But then also get the kids set up or get the kids put to bed and do something one-on-one with your spouse, your partner as well. Yeah, and you've been like really creative with that. Like you came up with, uh, it was a family game night, right? So yeah. like this is something that we can actually continue to do. Even after everything gets back to quote unquote, I know you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> He's hard air quote. Hard, right hard air quoting. Um, but when we get back to you know normal, quote unquote, or a new normal, so like I think you know that game night, which is great. Um, you know what we'll do. I'll just explain it real quick for. Uh, Anybody that's just joining us. Um, Basically, what we do for family game night is we will order out. Um, We will do like a Grubhub or DoorDash or something like that. Uh, And if that doesn't fit your budget, like frozen pizzas. Like something that just doesn't take a lot of effort on your part to cook. Yeah, nobody likes frozen pizza though, so like. You love DiGiorno. Who are you? I like DiGiorno, but you don't get DiGiorno anymore. You get picks. Brand whore. Yeah. Same thing. I am a brand whore, by the way, because it is not the same thing. DiGiorno tastes way better. Than... Okay, okay. So, All family right. game night. Nonetheless. So, like yesterday was a good example. So, we did life-size Jenga uh, with five guys. Um, Grubhub or order out thing that they have. Um, and that was great. And that's something that I think we can continue after this. Um, so, I mean... It sucks that everything's kind of closed down and you got to wear masks everywhere you go and you're quarantined, but you can certainly start new habits during this, this quarantine process. Yeah, and I have, um, I have a couple of friends who are doing something similar and we are really excited about adopting one of their 
ideas. So. Oh my God, I thought you were going to say adopting a kid. I, I don't know why that, I'm sorry. It just hit me. Do you want another kid? No. Okay. So. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) So these families are doing, um, a dark hour every day. So in the evening for one hour, their family goes dark. No electronics allowed whatsoever so that everyone has that hour to do something together, connect with no distractions. Everyone's off the gram, off the book, off the phones, period. And they put them all together. Does that include TikTok? Yep. Ah. I got us this thing for Christmas this year, which we haven't even used. And it's like a jail cell for your phones. So... At dark hour, we could load all the electronics into this jail cell, lock it up, put away the key, and play a game, listen to music, tell stories, play Would You Rather, play Clue, just talk, do... Like, I think also another thing that I've heard is we got to let the kids get out what they're worried about and what they're frustrated about too. So instead of every night at dinner saying something that, we're all grateful for from the day, which is a really good way to count your blessings right now and find positivity. Some days we switch it up and we express all of the things that we are missing out and frustrated about right now. Mm. And it's another good way, like, sure, we don't want to highlight, sit in them, let the bird's nest grow in our head, but we want to get them out because we don't want to trap them in. So it's a good idea. It's a, definitely a way to express yourself and give the kids a voice too that, Hey, listen, everybody's frustrated. There's <laughs> there's a lot of things that going on. There's no sports. There's Yeah. There's no you can't even watch sports. Yeah, the world is terrible. different right now. The world is paused. So but that affects us all differently and has different deep impacts on different days. Some days we're able to remain super positive and happy, and some days we're just struggling to survive with how things are today. So giving each other a voice in those times is really important. And I think those dark day those dark hours where we are game nights able to connect, able to step away and really be together are ways that we have grown closer during this time um one thing that benjamin and i are also going to do is um get the kids to bed or get them occupied and do uh, date night at home so whether that looks like we cook together and we make something together and then eat it and enjoy in our own space we may have the kids be our waiters and waitresses one day we may have them completely out of the situation um i prefer the second (laughs) but you got to do what you got to do right now. Um, And there's also this, um, this item that we got for Valentine's day this year um, called the adventure challenge. And it is a date book. So although we can't, basically the idea of the book is it's going to be a date night tonight. You open up the book, you scratch off, whatever page you're on and whatever that date night challenge is you don't get to say no you have to do so it gives us a little spontaneity it gives us a little bit of variety it's not always dinner movie hang out we have some other adventures going on that we are able to enjoy um there's a whole section in that book for at home date nights so so it allows us to be a little bit more creative right yeah during or this time allows me to be us it's fine we can we can put ourselves both in you there put us in there let's do it 
<laughs> so um, it's it's a way to like push us past just comfortable like okay we'll just hang out and watch a movie and really talk and connect and put our hands together and cook something together um, challenge each other to a little bit uh, more enhanced intimate time while we are quarantined and <laughs> Some of the burdens and challenges seem to be um, highlighted. It allows us to switch the highlight. I'm what, down. Yeah. So, I mean, if you guys have any other ideas that you'd like to share, we'd love to hear them. If you want uh, any photos or ideas from our adventure book or um, have yeah, any... You forgot to mention that. Like, that's the other thing with that book. You have to take a photo of what you're doing and then you can, you know, if you have the ability to print it out, you can print it out and actually put it into the book. And it's like a photo album. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's called the Adventure Challenge. There's a family edition if you're looking for things to do with your family during this time. There's the couples edition, which is what we are referring to. Um, what we'll do is we'll put in a link to all these resources uh, on our Instagram and Facebook pages. Yes. And, uh, we're just going to continue. Excuse me, the tea is really, uh, getting to me. That's superhero tea. So we're just going to, um, we're going to work on. Not even going to edit that out. We're just going to keep that going. Yeah, we're going to work on remaining positive, remaining real. Um, and challenging each other to get past the frustrations and kind of when you can identify the frustrations, you can identify the flaws, you can identify the difficult times, you open yourself up to the opportunity to push past them and make something special and get something um, more rewarding and more like a bonus from this time together. So that is our hope and our prayer for all of you. Um, we know that there are struggles, but we just challenge you to push past them and see the the bright rainbows in each day that you have together with your family and we just um hope that you use this time to do something special for you you alone um and maybe something special for your spouse or your partner to brighten their day yeah we just encourage you to you know be safe and whatever it is that you're doing out there uh and you know, look at the silver lining behind this. I know it, it might be tough, but there is one. There is a silver lining uh, to this. There is um, definitely some positives that can come out of this. And I'm not talking about being COVID-19 positive. I'm talking about like positive. Oh, was that not? Is it too soon for that? Mm -hmm. Too soon? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, don't care. Um, so... Poor taste. <laughs> that was a day. Yes, that was in poor taste. My apologies. Please don't send me angry tweets or grams messages. Um, we love you guys. We We're hoping you. that you stay safe and that you are reaching towards special, positive, enlightened, fun days and some days that you are surviving and just making it through. Let us know if you need anything. Let us know if we can do anything for you. And share some of your special moments and some of your newfound awesomeness with us as you take this quarantine one day at a time.
We'll see you next time on Imperfect Blends. Bye-bye.